Hello, hello, hello. This is the Mental Threats Podcast, episode 114. I'm here with my man, One Rev. You want to say something? One Rev Dollars, One Rev Dollars. They know how we coming. Yeah, and his manager right here, if you want to say something. Mad Skills Creations. What's up? What's up? Yeah, that's good, man. I've been listening to your music, bro. I'm going to tell you, bro, like when I was first here bumping into the Walmart and everything, I'm like, dang, this dude good everything. I try to give all artists like the same respect to listen to their content before hopping on. It's like, you're really going places with this stuff, man, for real. Like you have a sound I feel like a lot of people could get into and everything. So like what, what influences you to like what influences your music overall? I say really what influenced my music to keep going is like hearing when people tell me they like it the way you like it and I just be doing me like. I ain't doing nothing more, nothing less. I'm just grinding. Okay, that's cool. Um, is there any artist in particular that kind of influences you to a certain degree? I listen to, like, I don't know. I like good music. I feel like you can't deny good music. So, like, I listen to, like, a variety of people. I'd probably say, like, Meat, obviously. Everybody could say they could relate to Meat. Meat, um, Drake, obviously. I could say like how I'd be switching it up for the females, stuff like that. Um, I like a lot of R and B too, like just like switch it up and everything like that. Like, got to be like a variety. You can't just do one thing. You got to be able to bounce around with it. Like the versatility, you got to show that for sure. Yeah, the boy definitely got a lot of hidden talents, man. Seriously, definitely got a lot of hidden talents, and everybody need to sit back and see. They see, they see it. Yeah, they definitely got to see it. They ain't see it. They got to hear it for sure, man, because it's just like, you know, I feel like you got a whole lot of like in regards to like trap soul and everything. You feel like I feel like you really kind of up in that lane. Would you say that you kind of compare yourself to Bryson Tiller, Tory Lanez, any, deg- any degree or another? I would say something like that. Yeah, I would really say something like that, because like even if I, I'm looking like on YouTube or something like that, if I'm looking at beats on YouTube, I'll probably look up like similar beats like that, something with a sample or something like that. But yeah, I say something like that, but I could rap too. So I just like I feel like I could do everything really. Good, that's good. It's good to be versatile. And it's balanced too. Like it's not too much of anything. Everything. It's like really like here's some bars here and here's some like you know harmonizing right here. That will take you a lot farther, especially like for crowds. Also, everything people like to hear bars, but they want to feel like the music too. And keep in mind we're outside, y'all. So if you hear any background <laughs> and everything, you know, just keep that in mind. But it's like um, but yeah, but beyond uh influences. Dang, this dude's really listening to some crunk shit. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Anyway, um, so anyway, if we were to like um assess like uh where you come from and everything, I know you mentioned you're from New York. Can you gonna go in detail on what part of New York you're from and like how that influenced your life going forward? Alright, I'm originally from Queens, but my mom's side from Queens, my dad's side from Brooklyn, Marcy Project. So I say I'm really from both. Like I say I'm from Brooklyn. But I say I'm from Queens, like that's where I was born. But I really be in Brooklyn, like that's where I'm raised at. That's where I be at. Like my dad, he passed away, and I like that. So I really be out there a lot, really. So I say I'm from Brooklyn. But you know, people gonna add their own twist to it. You know, <laughs> I don't know whatever the people pick, whatever the people pick. That's fine. I mean, I send I send condolences to your father and everything. Like, how long ago did he pass away? Oh, this was in 2015. 2015. Yeah. 2015 i i was low-key making music before that but i felt like i had to go harder with the music because it's like he ain't get the hair and you feel me like everybody else like it so i know he would have liked it so you feel me like yeah. You're doing them real proud and everything because, like, you know, losing, like, a family member. I know, like, earlier this year I lost my grandfather and everything. He lived a full life and stuff of that nature. So it's just, yeah, like, yeah, you know, uh, no, it's okay and everything. But it's, like, yeah, for to actually turn. Tar- yeah, we turn, know it's a yeah. cycle. We know it's a cycle of life, but it still hurt knowing that nobody, like, somebody you love not coming back. For me, it's a cycle of life. Like, yeah, everybody died. But at the same time, it's just, like, no, can't nobody else tell you how to feel about your situation. Put it like that. Not just that, too, but it's just like, you know, seeing you grow and everything, you know, like because my grandfather knew me before I knew myself. I know your father knew you before he for you knew yourself. So then to kind of keep moving forward and everything with stages of life, you know, I'm in my 20s now, which is like probably the ghetto is most era of your life when you think about it, because you're still trying to get things together on one hand and still have a mindset of where you're headed. But it's just a matter of just really getting certain things together, whether it's like your finances, spirituality, stuff of that nature. But it's like, yeah, man, I feel that. But it's like, you know, 2015. That was a that was a brick ago, man. I think I was 17. Like, how old is he? Was 2015. That's why, that's why it's mainly all about the energy. You feel what I'm saying? It's who you surround yourself around, and you gotta be solid. You know what I mean? Like, the death thing is in everybody's life. It's never gonna change. 
But the thing is this, what are we going to do while we here? You know what I'm saying? We all have faults. We all have past downs and future ups. You feel what I'm saying? But the thing to me is that what I'm trying to maintain and help him understand, because I ain't just his manager. I'm also like a mentor. You feel what I'm saying? Like it is, it's being consistent, man. And when you consistent, any and everything that you try to set forth in front of you is going to pan itself out. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, consistency is definitely something we speak a lot about in the Mental Threats podcast, man. Because it's just like, you know, even with this thing, like, I'm 114 episodes deep that's now. Good. Which that's is good. crazy. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like, you know, this ain't even my main, main thing. Like, I wanted to go with, like, the whole music thing. I dropped my first mixtape back in April. And it was still a working process just to kind of really get that ish out. Like, okay, I did that. Now I want to get back in the studio and get that together and everything. I already got the beat set up and everything. So it's just matters just getting the finances, getting certain life shit situated to the side like this year was supposed to be a crazy year for me but then it's like i gotta kind of put that to the side save it for next year but it's like i never put that on hold to the point where it's like okay i quit right. like now nah, like ain't, ain't no quitters on this side like i couldn't i couldn't really that's too hard for me to quit because right. then that's like saying like okay this is worth nothing you know yeah, but it's like right. you know it's like Any, you can never give up with anything that shows progress deserves good energy yeah. you know what i'm saying because that's like a that's like a payback yeah. like either you're a taker or a giver you know what I'm saying? And I feel like anything that's given me anything good deserves a repay. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how I roll. You know what I mean? Whether if it's my craft, my art, or whatever. If that is giving me something good, paying my bills, making me feel good to the next person, why not give it energy? And then the energy is going to be repayable in large amounts. You feel me? Definitely, you gotta set the seeds, sow all the seeds right now, and then uh, benefit from the from the fruits later and everything. But it's like uh, more on uh, your father, because I know it's like back in 2015. It's asked when you lost. How old were you when you lost your father? I say I was. All right, so if I was in the sixth grade, I was 12. 12, yeah, 12. 12. Yeah, and the way I found out was crazy. Like the way I found out was crazy. I thought it was just. I thought it was fake, really. Like mm-hmm. it ain't. It ain't sound real. But after that. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't even cry. I ain't even cry for for to the funeral, and then I'm like, I gotta make some shit. I gotta find out what it is that I want to do because I was playing ball, and then I feel like everybody want to play ball as a kid though, like yeah. especially like everybody knows somebody who's good at it, and you feel me? Everybody want to be good at what they do, if not the best, and I felt like I had to do more than one thing more than one thing to stay relevant just like keep your mind off of like all that and but also keep your mind focused on just like building yourself you know sports is really good too like my brother uh played football i'm trying to get him back so he can play with, with my other friend who work, who plays for the charlotte thunder and everything when they play in bojangles coliseum so it's just like, it's good to just keep that sharp and everything you know so it's like but it's like i know so it's like with your father um this pretty much push you in regards to like uh, playing ball and focusing on music too do you have any other interests outside of that besides those two things Play ball, music. I mean, I'm interested in, like, art and stuff like that because that's what the people around me doing and like that. But I'm interested in it, but I wouldn't say, like, I participated in it and like that, but it would be something I would be in the learning and everything like that. But in school, I was never good in, like, art classes and stuff like that. So that ain't nothing I ever tried. But I'm an adult now. I ain't no kid, so. It is what it is. You know, it's just like it's nothing bad with just key, uh, just uh, investing yourself in other interests and everything. You know, it also sharpens up and keeps all the other interests uh, major uh, sharp, too. You know, it's everything, you know, and you, like you see me doing the whole podcast situation here from other people's perspectives and everything kind of gives me insight of what drives other people, too. You know, it gives me more perspective on life, seeing other people's perspectives on, on life for their end and everything, you know, for you to really like um, – have to process your father passing at the age of 12 you know because 12 that's a very crucial time in people's life like that pre um adolescent age to adolescence then kind of grow past adolescence without your father being as present as you want to i wish my father was more present in my adolescent stage but for like for you to make it past that and like to still make this whole music thing work as it is right now from what i'm hearing like seriously like whatever day you feel like it needs to be paid it's gonna be paid like 10 times in fold like i'm not bullshitting you. just let me know like from just the three songs i'm listening from you I, i'm not bullshitting you in the second yeah but it's like yeah but for real but in going into details about back on your father and everything is there anything like he's kind of instilled in you any values that you kind of carry on that kind of help you through life i say he just told me like he just always told me you want to be better than me and 
he just always told me like you gotta have that confidence like that's like it's in us like you feel me he always just used to tell me stuff like that so I say just stuff like that that's all I feel me cause 12 like from my age as a kid till 12 that ain't really a long time if you really think about it so feel me from what I can remember that's all I remember well, I mean, confidence is like, you know, that's very crucial. You got to believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? Man, like, that's just that's just real stuff. And no matter what you're going through in life, if you don't, like, push forward with the confidence, like, hey, I'm going to make it through or, like, hey, I'm going to knock this performance out as best as I can or, hey, I'm going to do well, I'm going to be successful and then actually – uh, investing the due diligence to make these things happen and everything, you know, like, you know, confidence is a very crucial part of everybody's success. Because if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in yourself? You know, I that's agree. just it. I, you know? feel, I feel the same way. Like, if you're not confident in yourself, I don't feel like nobody else is going to take you serious. And they tell me, like, word is born. Because, like, I'm a big procrastinator. So, like, they be trying to tell me, like, word is, like, your word is everything. Like, so... If you say you're going to do it, you got to do it. That's what geniuses do, man. Every genius is the procrastinator to one degree or another, man, because you're juggling all sorts of situations at the same time to make some other shit work at the same time. But it's like, you know, going back into, like, how you grew up and everything. I know you mentioned that you grew up in Queens. Were there some things that you saw, uh, people that you met, or just anything in general, experiences that you had that kind of influenced your life or kind of taught you some things as you move on away? Well, all right, so, like... I be saying like people who was once people who was once like really that like they fall off completely so you being there you learn like you you don't you probably you probably don't know where you want to go but you gonna know where you don't want to go so you feel me you probably don't know where you want to go but you know where you don't want to go you know who you don't want to be like you feel me you probably don't know who you gonna become but you know what you don't want to be like so I just say like just different stuff like Childs and tribulations, just different stuff. Like you, like it just make you smarter. Like it's like it's cool to be book smart and everything like that, but it could show you like some street smart too. Like stuff not to do, stuff to do, where you could go, where you could be at, where it's cool to be at. Feel me? Not saying that like you can't go nowhere, but if it's wrong place, wrong time, it'd be like that. Oh, seriously, man. They made a whole documentary with the Central Park Five and everything, man. Right. That's a, that's some hellish shit, man. You got the reason Canaan going right now. You just got to learn balance. You know what I mean? You just got to learn balance because understanding balance, we all understand that in this universe, you're going to have to have negativity in order to have positivity or vice versa. It's just what you're going to do with the energy. So you can take a negative energy and put it in the positive perspective. You feel what I'm saying? You can use these things as, you know, platforms. Like trajectories, right, right. You feel what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. No, no. I feel what you're saying. I say what you're saying. Like you know, every positive comes a negative, right. and everything. You know, it's just like at the same time, you know, you learn in church. Also, it's just like you know, like when you're going through struggle and everything. You know, you got to see it as something to be grateful for because it's like it shows you to new experiences that other people might not have. And with these struggles, like you really, you gain a whole lot of benefit from what you've learned from that. You know, don't see it as just like oh God punishing you or anything, but just like see it as like wow, I must be God's favorite. To really right. think like, wow, he sees I can really go through this. And you know? I was just elaborating on what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like from what he probably saw, you know, it's just that you got to understand what direction you're going to go in. What's more beneficial? You know what I'm saying? And this is why he got the circle around him. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to make it happen. No, no, for sure, man. Because I wasn't expecting like a whole group of people to fall through and everything. You know, I just thought it was just going to be just him right, and right. stuff. But it's like behind me will support me. You feel me? Like. I be liking to, I be liking to like show up places by myself and everything like that because it's so like yeah he about his stuff like regardless of people come with him or not he gonna come but feel me like when it's time to support my people definitely come support me. Oh yeah, no, most definitely. It's good to have a positive circle, man. Take it from me, man. I'm from Charlotte and everything. Yeah, you know, I, I know you're from New York and stuff, and so it's just like you know things might be a little bit different, but like really, like cause we have a whole lot of people coming from all types of cities. But being like homegrown here in the city, right here, like we got that whole sense of like that southern like hospitality but mix them with other types of cultures that can kind of like corrupt that i don't want to say corrupt making a bad way because everybody brings positive and negative but it's like you know like we in a sense we don't have a sense of identity so like you lead uh 
running around with people that are kind of like grandiose in themselves, kind of fake. You know, they don't value loyalty. I value loyalty very, very crucially. Anything that I like, I'll always make sure my nigga's straight. Right, like, right, if right. I can make it happen right. with my news, like, that's just, it's always right. going to be priority. And I'll come with you later on. Like, I'm very tribalistic. I'm African too, very tribalistic with how I treat my friend. So it's just like, you know, that's just my value. Some people right. don't value that. Some people just value the image. Like, this nigga makes me look like this. They make me look like this. And then they all their operations fall apart because they don't have that sense of community, that sense of foundation of loyalty or no principle. You can't put your passions above your principle. But people do that so many times here because they have no sense of identity for who they self is. So it's going to always be lead with a whole lot of um, issues and scrutiny from people who don't live like that. See, see, what we trying to lean on in this group is more so like, you know how people try to say, I don't want to be used See, we come into an understanding that we do understand that we need to use each other. It's just that we have a problem with being misused. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, we on the same page. We understand Just that. don't exploit nobody, you know. It's just like everybody has a purpose. Everybody can employ. And, you know, when you're really investing into a brand, it's all about uplifting that brand. Like Wu-Tang Clan would never get as far as it get if it didn't have all nine of them spitting as going as hard as they did with all the different personalities that they did. Masterpiece Group would never get as far as they weren't family-oriented. Because supporting yeah. each other supporting each other still using each other yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah, sure. but using and exploiting is two different yeah. things you know yeah. exploiting people is just like just trying to throw them away afterward that's not good you know I don't really roll with stuff like nah. that right. so it's like as long as y'all have that basically yeah. logged in you're pretty much set right now it's just a matter of just being consistent and just yeah. kind of right. taking that step by step process which I know like I'm sorry I missed out for the Charlotte Spark yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah and that performance that performance that was a calm performance but yeah. everybody else they're probably saying I did good and everything like that, but it was it was a good it was a good performance. So let me tell y'all something about the performance. So after the performance, I'm getting off the stage and everything. I watched other people perform and everything like that. A couple other people and everything, but I had one first on the set, and then I had I was supposed to go to the studio after the performance. But after the performance, I was getting off. I was leaving and everything like that, and the lady stopped me. She was like, um, she was like, oh my god, good performance and everything like that, and I was like. I, I froze for a minute then I was like oh thank you and then I told her I was like I didn't mean to be awkward I just wasn't expecting you to say that <laughs> I mean what well, y'all, you don't expect the shorties to hop on you now they better get on one of the skillets hot right now I, like, I knew one row when you was just starting out you right, be right I expect them to say that but at the same time it caught me off guard because you feel me like I'm like yeah I did good and everything like that but you know everybody not going to be like yeah like yeah he did good and everything like that you feel me like some people will probably be like yeah he did good but they'll keep it to themselves but people actually like you said but at least he's showing a sense of humility it sounds like because other people be like yeah of course that was a good performance nigga what you think this was but the thing is like it's kind of hooked on a sense of reality on that sense it's just like okay like i'm good but i'm still working and it says but it's just step by step because you feel me like i'm still progressing i know i could have did stuff better that's why i wasn't really expecting it you feel me but i know i did good but at the same time I kept it. I kept it humble, but I had to apologize to her. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't mean to say it like that. That's why I, I said, <laughs> I said, I said, thank you. But I wasn't even looking up. Then I had to look up at it like, oh, thank you. And I did like that. I didn't mean to say it like that. That just caught me off guard. She started laughing. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, you're already getting fan base right now. Just on how to really churn a fan base because it's really about the fan base. Really building that sense of like connection with your fan base will take you a lot further than the hit. I mean, we see with like the baby. I don't know if y'all been keeping up. Like, he basically yeah. thinks he's blackballed. Some people say no, it's nah. your personality. I feel like it's kind of 50 50, but I feel like it depends on how you're looking at it. You know, it's just like he was just kind of getting a whole lot of negativity going forward. His father passed away. His brother committed suicide. You know, yeah, like, I yeah. I personally like baby. It's just like, yeah, I do too. I can see why people feel the way they feel about him and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, it's just how you carry yourself. People like, especially if people not around you, they just from the outside looking in. They could, you feel me? You giving them, it's like when you make stuff public, you make it everybody business. If it's just, you feel me? Yeah. Then, but once stuff go public and everything like that, that's when everybody throw their two cents in it and everything like that. So, I support the baby. You know, like I know it's just like you might do some mess up things from time to time, but it's like I feel like you know it's like we're from Charlotte, okay, right. and it's like we're really trying to work to put right. ourselves on the map too. So it's just like anybody going forward doing it, you know, more power to him. Right. What I think this thing's situation is like what he does carry about him is like a sense of masculinity that some people just might not, you know, be ready for. It's you know, forward, yeah, straightforward, man. And, and see, you know how they say real recognize real. Yeah. You know, I don't know him personally, but. Yeah. 
I do understand his aura yeah. because I'm not too much different. You feel me? It's yeah. like a lot of people, when they say they dislike something, it's only because they don't have understanding. Yeah. Either that or they fear it to a certain degree. You know, it's that just like a little... I understand yeah. though. Yeah, that, yeah no, no, you're right. Like, you're right. You know, it, it barrels from somewhere, you know? Yeah. But it, I... Yeah, I get them, like, also at a sense because, like, that masculinity, bro, growing up here in Charlotte, especially in the South, bro, like, your masculinity, your image is so much. And even me, I had to kind of grow from that to the sense, like, what other people might think about you don't matter to a certain degree. But really, it could really put your life at danger when people think that you're soft or you're a punk, bro. Because it's like, dude, they really pulled up to dude at freaking Walmart and everything. Well, I could do kids with, like, kid shopping. But he's somehow the bad guy in the situation. I don't know the situation altogether, but I'm just saying no one gets killed at Walmart just for no reason. See, at the end of the day, he I'm... He gave his condolences. Right. And he still did yeah, that. He, he still did that. And I would never be a judgmental individual no. when it comes to something like that. Why? Because it's a life-to-life situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything and anything can happen at any moment. Literally. So, I don't see no bad or good guy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it happened. Yeah. The man handled his business. <laughs> hey, it is yeah. what it is. And at the same time, dude, like gun violence is like one of the main things that take rappers out. Yeah. Tupac, gun violence. Biggie yeah. Smalls, gun violence. Excess and Tassion, gun violence. Tupac's still alive. <laughs> they they Tupac. claim, I'm not really going to be on that train. If dude was, whether if he's still alive or dead. Shook, son, talk about <laughs> Tupac still alive. Who knows? Who knows? If he wanted to, y'all to know he was alive, he, there's probably a reason he doesn't want to. So it's like, why even? I wouldn't want to, Pac, I wouldn't want to live out here either, Pac. That nigga, he needs to stay where he at. He needs to stay where he at. Cuba, Cuba or something like that. We dealing with the corona. But I think, hey, it just, it show you how to live. It show you how to live. It show you how to adapt. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, like, even with this rap stuff, man, it's us. This could be really a positive thing, but at the same time, there's so much negative like energy rappers, type thing. I feel like rappers, yeah. just, rappers just make this job negative, like. For no reason. Hey, y'all rapping, y'all rapping about bricks, kilos, all this shit. Y'all in $30 million mansions. It's like they forgot about the entertainment part. Yeah, I mean, it's not, the even the, it's not even the entertainment part, but just, like, really, like, the whole, like, on the foundations of hip-hop, it was really, the whole point of it was really just to, not just to vent, but to really raise awareness of yeah, everything yeah. that was going on in the streets because they weren't covering anything from the people's perspective. That's what it was originally made for, like, unemployment rates in the 70s and everything and stuff of that nature, the epidemics all coming out, like, drug epidemics after that. It was used as a form to really expose what was going on. And it's like, now it's like we're at a point now where it's like, okay, like, like, this is what validates me as a rapper. Like, I got to kill. I got to do this. Our top rappers right now, our hip-hop artists, Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, and everything, they don't talk about game violence or nothing. Right. And they're making, like, the most money. Like, I was just went to dream That's why I would us. consider yeah. them, like, goats, because yeah. they, like, they still relevant. And they not talking about nothing it is that y'all talking about today. They're not nothing. And, and Drake stayed relevant for a minute. And I kind of was just beefing, fake beefing with Drake, and he just said he the greatest artist all the time. So I don't think you can't hate on Drake. I I, I don't even. I want to talk about Kanye, but it's just I don't know. Kanye is in so many different places right now. I don't know what's just that. We was just we was just watching that Kanye interview yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, we was watching the Drink Champs, the Drink Champs um (laughs) interview he got. I slipped the wild words. The Drink Champs interview. We was watching it, and we was like, he crazy before we watched it. But then he started saying like, my manager started saying like, yeah, um, I like I kind of like get what he's saying like yeah. he crazy but it's a reasoning behind everything like the illuminati and all that that's real like yeah. i mean yeah there could be most definitely some type of like um uh behind closed doors type organizations and everything that pulls some strings in the background for sure like that's just that's just like proof in the pudding for sure and everything but it's like to focus on those things yeah you can keep in mind that they exist but i feel like just focus on yourself because like Kanye does speak about all these things about by uh you know black yeah, being like, held down see, and everything but then the whole fentanyl thing about george, with george floyd like come on yeah, man yeah, well, yeah, we yeah. all saw this Something dude like that you have to say. but i can't really say nothing too crazy because like yeah at the same time, it's another Kanye that's not Kanye. <laughs> it's another Kanye that's not Kanye. It's another nigga moving around here just like Kanye. They just ain't talking about him because he ain't Kanye. 
<laughs> I mean, who knows, man? I mean, he has a little bit more understanding since he is in the industry business a little right. bit longer and a little bit. But who knows? Uh, at the same time, I just feel like if I reach that level, I want to be like where J. Cole and like Kendrick or like, you know, they had. I mean, because it's like literally nobody knows what is going on with their life until they said themselves, like literally. And it's just like I feel like that's like true, true, true success because some people really be trying to like survive with this whole this new side. Everybody in your business everybody about you you know what i'm saying i got a reality show your father-in-law is now a woman you know what i'm saying it's just like that's a lot of stuff to take in you know and it's just like you know from humble beginnings to that you know i'm just it's not an easy transition for anybody so it's just like you know like we just let that just be a lesson to all of us to really just learn to really just keep out the public eye or keep private as best we can instead of just constantly putting everything and all issues on display because it's like you know like kanye is still one of the ghosts still one of my influences forever but it's just like you know now it's just like every time he comes on the tabloids i'm like oh man this nigga again like what's like he's like an uncle that just kind of lost his mind over time like it's just like you love the dude but it's just like dude like come on man what what are you saying for real you know right everybody handle a loss differently though he probably still suffering from it well not even probably probably still suffering from his mom we all have our demons man you know what i mean it's it's just how you handle it and I don't know how I left these two artists out. If you would say, like, my music, I say I compare it to, like, a A-Boogie. Oh, yeah, yeah. A A-Boogie. A-Boogie. He said he think, like, Roddy Rich, A-Boogie, something like that. Yeah, I could see a little bit of Roddy Rich. I like A-Boogie, though. Like, I was on Boogie Heavy. Yeah. A-Boogie, that's my boy. Yeah, young Roddy. boy, I listen to a lot of young boy, too. Yeah, young boy knows what he's doing with the whole YouTube situation. Yeah. Dude knows. When I tell you about building your fan base, he, he knows how to, to build drop, his fan base. He's about to drop 10 tapes in one year. The young boy's smart, man. He's smart. He really is. I mean, say what you want about him, like, you know, the multiple kids and everything and whatever. Dude's living his life, like, you know, but dude really knows how to build a fan base. If anybody really wants to take notes on how to build a fan base, you really got to study and be a young boy. You ain't got to like his music or be, like, obsessive or, like, you know, be a dick writer or anything. But at least really study how dude moves because he was able to do this, like, in his 20s, early 20s, like, late teens and everything. So it's just, like, you know, that doesn't say or inspire you to, like, really innovate yourself, to put yourself out there, you know, with the whole black situation with the baby and everything you know it's all about fan base russ strong fan base logic strong fan base you know it's really all about the fan base j cole drake kendrick they all got strong fan bases when they drop you're gonna listen because you built that foundation with them and everything so it's just like you know the whole the baby being black ball situation i feel like it's like a yes and no situation but i feel like a lot of it is really just about image you know i feel like if dude just kind of steps away for a little bit gets himself together then comes back a little bit harder maybe focus on the business side do some other thing you know what i'm saying take a break you know what i'm saying really like reinvigor maybe give people yeah give people like a sense of they just got him in a hot seat right now yeah just get off it just cool down that's all it is they got him in a hot seat just cool down i support the baby and everything he's putting we were just listening to Baby last night. Yeah, I mean, three in the morning. We was listening to Baby at the table, smoking. Yeah, it's like I might not listen to every single song or whatever, but it's like I can at least appreciate like struggle and like grind and everything. And like, it's not easy for any of us, you know. And if, as an artist, like you know how hard it is to get to that point, so why not support it? Yeah, no, seriously, especially like out of a city like Charlotte, we're still trying to get our things together. Right. You know, Atlanta is like that's our main rival city, but they've been way, way ahead for a way longer time musically from the Gucci man, Andre 3000s, big boy. They've been holding it down over everybody for a while right now. They got us north. They got everybody in a position right yeah. now to bring out their bags. You know what I'm so saying? I, I love like, the love that Atlanta showed to each other. Yeah, down yeah. south is making up north bring the heavy artillery out. You feel what I'm saying? Because they showing that how it's supposed to be done. Like, how it's supposed to be done. Like, yeah, seriously. And everybody's represented from child, from Childish Gambino, the Young Thug, and the whole YSL um, the circle. Although they're kind of going through it with the whole Rico charges situation, mm-hmm. which is a bitch. Because dude was really hiring a lot of people, giving people lots of jobs. So that's why I'm kind of side-eyeing it. Like, what's really, like, the issue right. for real? Because, like, dude was doing well. Like, what do you mean? Why are you bringing right. up old shit? Right. And everything. But it's, it's always something behind closed doors, though. Yeah. It's up to you to keep that closed or not. It's up to you. Like, yeah, no, seriously. For real. Be your homie. Watch your homie. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely watch them niggas. <laughs> watch them. What, what was the Nas song? Watch them niggas. That's <laughs> go see you. Be sure they do what they supposed to do. Go, let me think about smoking you. <laughs> Nothing personal nowadays. It's the way. You need to go up north. You know a little south. Yeah, nah, I fuck with New York.
Thug Rappers, man. No, that's, that's one of my main peoples. Biggie, that was my main peoples. Busta, that was one of my main people. I guess, I guess it's my mom's too, to a certain degree. Like, she, she was always drawn to, like, New York I'm rappers. heavy on Biggie. I ain't gonna lie. I watched Notorious probably a thousand times. No, seriously, bro. <laughs> and over and over. I just wish that maybe... I'm that type of person. Yeah. I'll watch a movie that... If I'm about to go to sleep at nighttime, I ain't gonna put on something I, that I ain't seen yet. So I gotta stay off my phone, look at the TV and all that. Nah, we gonna watch something we already seen and just listen to the words. That's what yeah, we gonna do. Yeah, man. Notorious, I was like, Notorious B.I.G., that was my role model going because I was kind of a heavy set kid too. Like, I'm dark skin also. So it's just, like, to see this other dude be talking about, like, uh, he's the Gucci to the socks, ugly as ever, and everything. I'm just saying, like, damn, this dude is cool. He's talking, right? He was talking. He was getting bitches. It didn't right. matter what he looked like. Right. And so it's like, you know, that's that confidence thing, I let too. You know, it's confidence. You feel me? Like, yeah. That's just that's just what hip hop had on my life. OG told me yesterday. He said OG told him if <laughs> OG told him if she smile, that means you got a slight chance. <laughs> if she if she smile, that means you got a slight chance. You might not bag her, but at least she probably thought about you. <laughs> I mean, that's not. Hey, it's true. It's true, man. I mean. Yeah, that, for sure, man. Uh, bitches, they like funny niggas, man. That's just that's, yeah. you can be you can be kind of ugly, maybe dressed a little bit, but as long as you can make her laugh. I ain't bro. saying my man's ugly or nothing like nah, that. Nah, 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 my, nah. My man's scheme, my man's scheme. He definitely know how to make the shorties laugh. They might get annoyed or whatever, but they'll be all right. They ain't. No, for real. I mean, they, at least they pay attention. Is <laughs> when they ignore you, that's when it's the issue, right? What's your name? That's when you got an issue. When they ignore you. <laughs> You're forgettable and everything. Like, you need to talk shit about other Larry. niggas. I'd be like, what was your name again? Like, nah, I, I, couldn't get, I couldn't back no bitches by talking shit about another man, bro. But they exist, bro. Like, uh, yeah, they exist. You know, niggas be talking shit about other dudes again. They just be pillow talking. I ain't gonna lie. They be pillow talking. I ain't gonna lie. One of my old homies right now, he think I'm texting his girl from a fake page. You think I got? I don't got time to be doing that. I'm doing showcases already starting the third. I ain't texting nobody from no fake page, man. Like, in my time, man, I've had you. You have people right there. I was going to say your your own man's would throw dirt on you just to get with a girl that he feels as though that you might have had. But you ain't even, you just got a good relationship with her as a friend. You be just chilling and everything. Because I got an abundant mindset. Like, at least if you're cool with Shawty, she can put you on with other Shawty. Like, yo, you, I got this friend. He's so cool. You should just talk to him. It's almost like, if I can't have you, nobody can. It's not even like that. Oh, no, not Bone Crusher. Oh, snap. Okay, I fuck with dude. <laughs> playing Bone Crusher. Right. No, but yeah, but yeah, no, see, they really do. I feel like it's just the effemination of, like, men nowadays, bro. Because, like, that whole pillow talking, bro, like, females should automatically just be turned off from that. But then they feed into it because they're not used to something shit else and then it's like oh wow he's just like me he gossip just like me oh wow he's so relatable (laughs) you got some you got some weird motherfucking dudes out here man that do weird shit you know what i'm saying just to try to make you irrelevant you know what i'm saying but it never works because it all comes down to who you are as a character so discipline habits and everything you know go to the gym from time to time you know really build on yourself read a book from time to time really look into yourself meditate really invest in yourself like that's what's really going to help you win in the long run people will talk shit now Maybe Shardy might look down on you now because of something somebody else said, but then they see your face on boards like, damn, I really let this goofy ass nigga <laughs> really assert me from knowing like a real nigga like that. It's just like, that's just it. I just always had an abundant mindset when it came to things. Like, yeah, things might seem scarce, but it's like, hey, I still got time. Stuff like that, I don't even pay no mind, but I don't talk a lot or anything like that. So it's like, people only gonna know the rumors because I ain't never trying to clear nothing up. Yeah, I mean, no, seriously. I don't really care. Really, you just have to not react to the shit. You know, you just kind of look at it from a third person perspective. Like, wow, these niggas really on my dick that heavy. It's just like a switch. <laughs> it's like a switch, man. Just click it off. Click it off. Just click it off. You know what I'm saying? Because when you give it energy, you you allowing the energy to continue, be continuous. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like the infinity. Yeah, I just that's why I never worry about if I fall out with people because I know I'm solid too. So it's just like you usually end up getting in contact with people who are just more aligned with your values and stuff of that nature. You know, it's like you know I got this far with this whole music thing. You know, yeah, sure I'm in my twenties. I would have wished I would have started a little bit earlier so I can fuck up a little bit more earlier so I can be able to so I can get past certain stages. But it's like at the same time things just happen for you life happens for you things go the way may not go the way how you wanted it to but it goes the right way you know like i feel like i'm the only one out of the 
roof in high school that actually dropped a tape, graduated college, still like working and everything with this whole podcast situation. I got shit going for me, right. but it's not on some braggadocious shit. It's right, just like right, I'm looking right. back like, damn, like I really used to let these niggas get in my circle. And now I'm like around people that have like several side hustles and everything. Females that got money on their own. They don't ask for nobody. Yeah. You get stronger. stronger. You getting stronger. You know what I mean? Falling more in sync, growing more in sync and everything and stuff of that nature. But, you know, if we had to go into other interests, I know you mentioned about basketball and everything. And, uh, like, uh, who, who are you rooting for in regards to, like, the finals? Uh, who do you think going to end up in the finals for the season of basketball? LeBron. LeBron, my favorite player. I ain't going to lie. I don't see the Lakers, though. I don't see the Lakers. I don't see the Lakers winning. I don't really like Golden State, but I like watching them. Like I like, like I like watching them. They exciting. They exciting to watch. Yeah, Steph no, Curry definitely yeah. changed the game of basketball. I like Steph. Steph definitely, definitely one of my favorite point guards of all time. I fuck with the Bucks too, man. The nah, Bucks. I like the Bucks. I like the Bucks because everybody counted them out. So I like the Bucks for yeah, sure. Man. And they actually took a while to grow into that yeah, too, yeah. man. They did it how a team was supposed to be built. They built it around one person who stayed there the whole time, like Kobe told him. Yeah. Rest in peace, Kobe. Kobe told him, like, you just stay down, your time won't come. And it came. No, seriously. Cause she, it, yeah. Oh, I, if I'm not mistaken, then they win. I thought they won the chip the year Kobe died. No, I don't nah, think it was nah, the. Was I it think the, it was the year before that? Yeah, when did Kobe die? It was like twenty twenty one. Did he pass or was it twenty twenty? What year? It, it's oh, been a minute, no. bro. It was I don't still twenty twenty though. Was it 20? later? I think it was like twenty twenty one. I don't know. I'm probably mistaken. Rest in peace, Kobe. Died. No, I definitely. I know that, Kobe died. Though. That shit was crazy like when Kobe died. I remember when Kobe died. Through a helicopter. I always be thinking it's a prank at first. Like, what do y'all got a game from? Mom about this nigga dying, and then it's like, oh snap! Nah, Kobe lived his life though. Rest in peace to his daughter though. You me? His daughter. His daughter died. Yeah, his daughter, man. Kobe would have died for his daughter if it came to it. Yeah, man. Little homie got a Lakers jacket on too. Let's do passing by. That's the universe. Yeah, but seriously, yeah, but no, Kobe's really a good example of somebody that really like work hard, like working hard and getting like better your habits and everything. That's really gonna carry you a lot further than like anything else. You know, right. like like seriously, dude was like work living in the gym, right? Like living in the gym to make that championship and everything. So if like, anything you can get from Kobe is definitely like his work ethic, right? For definitely and everything. I know, like yeah, you mentioned how Golden State was pretty good. The Bucks is good. You know, I was really hoping like CP. You was hoping I said New York. I thought that's what you was no, about no, to say. No, no. No, no, no. I mean, uh, what, with the Nets or the Knicks? I mean, maybe I the Nets. I like the Nets. The Nets, the Nets disappointed me last year. They disappointed me last year. I was mad that I put some money up. I was oh, mad. I never put money up. How I go with Brooklyn? No, man. I'm thinking I got KD and Kyrie on the same team. All right, that's easy break. Oh, my Not God. about having good players on the team. You got to have chemistry. You actually got to work together, right. man. Just... Everybody on the same team now in basketball. That's why I don't really watch it as much as I used to. I mean, it's it was pretty okay. Like, from time, like you know, when Kawhi was on the Raptors and everything, like, that shit was crazy. That was, they were my favorite team. Cause everybody, it was good when you yeah. didn't know who was going to win. <laughs> if you know who's going to win the game, I'm not watching it. I watch a highlight or something. Yeah, I stay on Instagram, so Instagram going to tell me who won. But I'm not watching if I know who's going to win. I mean, it could really, like, I'm really, like, kind of hyped for the future and everything. I, I mean, it sucks that Miles Bridges got pretty much that got into the situation he got to get out of the Hornets and everything. Because, right. you know, I'm a Hornets fan. I'll be trying to pray for the Hornets to come through. No, I'm going to definitely, like, I'm a definitely yeah. go to a Charlotte Hornets game. I'm going to definitely yeah, go there. Melo and his brother Leandro. I might too, catch now. baby courtside. Might be right there next to baby. <laughs> yeah, most definitely, man. Tell me, like, we got to tap in. You know he going. He not going. You can't deny good music. So, oh, anybody yeah. hear my music, they going to like it. Yeah, at this stage, I wouldn't even work with like any established artists just yet. Like to be honest, like nah, I ain't gonna like, lie, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm plugged in with a famous artist brother right now, but I'll disclose. I'll disclose. Yeah, right. I'm cool. Okay. I'm cool with Tusi brother right now and everything like that. But I ain't even talked to him on no rap tip and everything like that because I want to build like my own fan base and everything like that. Like yeah, I want to do it on my own first, like. Feel me? It'll make me feel better if I know like I did it on my own rather than somebody else putting me on. It'll make me feel better. Like ain't nothing against nobody else because everybody need help. Everybody need to be put on, but I want to do it 
how I want to do it. Yeah, sure. So it's just like about putting people on, but at the same time, I want to build your sense right. of like. I want to just yeah. do a song with you. I want you to like my music. Yeah, build your own foundation too, so you kind of know like who you work best with and everything. Because some people can just mesh well, like J Cole and Twenty One Savage. You wouldn't right. have known unless they kind of build their own fan base that they put together. Like, oh wow, these niggas sound great together and everything. Like Boston at ASAP Ferg kind of like threw me off guard. Like, okay, yeah, that's that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and everything. But it's just like it's just For stuff sure. of that nature. But it's just just I'm not really so much focused on like working with other artists so heavy right. unless I get some like maybe a platform like this right now right. until like I really start building myself you know right. like, I build goals for myself for who I really want to at certain stages right, like, I got features but it's probably like people I was messing with like personally uh, artists like I feel like we gotta have a real bond I don't want to just get in the studio with you like you gotta know like what you're comfortable, comfortable around you know where your head at like right. what your habits is right. Whether you're a fake nigga or not. I don't like going to the studio just to go to the studio. You got to have a hit if you want that. Like, you got to have... You got to go with some material. Like, you got to go with some or material. Or just some kind of familiarity, too, because it's just like, you know, the studio, like, it's a whole environment at the same time. You know, you got to have your head right, you know. When I was in the studio, it's like I had to kind of build, like, some type of, like, habits in terms of just, like, my system breaking down the music. Like, okay, I listened to the beat a couple times. Where's the hook going to go? I put some time stamps. Okay, that's where the hook's going to go. This is where the verse is going to go blah 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 and everything and just making that the habit until like i really refine my style over time you know the more you refine yourself the more it's easier to mesh in with other people's style you know what i'm saying so it's just like it's really just a matter of work and progress and stuff of that nature but i know you mentioned two and everything but there any artists in particular you like to work with if you really could like work with in the future I can't think of nobody. Can't think about nobody? No, no influences, nothing? I know you mentioned A Boogie. I know you want to work with A Boogie at least once. I do a song with Boogie, but I don't know. Like, I can't tell the future. Like, of course. Who do you want to work with? That's what I'm saying. I don't even know who I want to work with because I know how they finish song sounds. I don't know how I'd be in the studio when they record and everything like that because I don't want to get in the studio with people who are going to take three hours to do one song. I ain't going to lie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. That would be it nightmare. depends on their whole process. <laughs> like, and it's work yeah, like you mean hours. like linking linking up or like sending verses over I don't even know I don't know for real for real like nah. that just if it come it come like time is money man not three hours for one song man like, you got an hour you got to smooth one song per hour or two songs per hour like right. you got to make something shake you got to be ready you got to be prepared That's what I'm saying like everybody react different with different people for real man but it's like it really is good to kind of just kind of check in other people's styles and everything kind of see who meshes with who and everything of that nature like it's like it's not science it's like hip-hop isn't just an art with our artists also a science so like you know uh, how people talk their cadence and everything their breathing and stuff and really just meshing with somebody else's style too and everything and also one thing we, we really need to get back into is get working with more r&b artists too because i feel like that's one of the biggest hits to come like when rappers will work on r&b artists like you know mariah carey buster Rhymes, mariah carey uh, old dirty bastard, Ashanti, Ja Rule, you know stuff of that nature. Just, just name a few. Just uh, ain't gotta be like that. You have any R and B artists you would consider working with? Yeah, R and B artists. Are we saying like mainstream or like local? Just whatever. <laughs> just whatever. To be honest, they could be both if you want. Yeah, it's an R and B artist like Hero S Y S. Me and him, we we actually in the works of making something for her for her. Like he been telling me send him something for like three months, but it's all about time and like. Okay. I ain't gonna just send him anything. Like I gotta make a song and be like, "Yeah, this the one. I'm gonna send this to you." You feel me? Like I'm not just gonna give up one of my songs just because you want to get on it. You feel me? I'm not that type of person. But you can make a remix of that song. Just make it first, and then then come back to that same beat. Just make a remix. Yeah, but the remix gotta be harder, and you gotta fit it. My uncle had somebody who was trying to get on my remix last week. He ain't even remember his rap. His old rap. His own he at least rap. Re- he at least written it down. At least written it down. He didn't even write it down. His own rap he couldn't remember. My uncle like, let him get on the remix. And I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna lie. That's dead. No, you expelled it. That's dead. <laughs> oh, man, because I couldn't, man. I, I just like, say, you don't, you don't network nobody else. You just worry about me. Don't, don't bring nobody else to me. Just worry about fishing me out to them. Don't even bring them to me. You got to have a certain system set up, man. I could not imagine not being ready for the studio, bro. Like, I could, like, maybe reschedule if I'm not, but that's just right. about it. But it's just, like, don't show up with nothing, man. Right. Like, no. I be, before even I even, even get into the studio, I'm gonna listen to the beat and just practice just a little bit, just to practice my breathing. Even before, even if I've done it all day, I don't care. It's just, like, you know, just that's time and money, man. Right. And when you're working with other people, that's even more pressure 
here, bro. I can. That's impressions that's is everything, man. I can do that. Right. I don't know everybody process. Like when I record, I had people in there and everything like that. I don't know if people want to go in there. They be shy or whatever, nervous. I don't know, but yeah, that's what it is. my process, I just go in there, listen You're to nice. the beat, listen to the beat. While the beat going, I'm rapping it while everybody else chilling and nothing like that. Two minutes later, go in there. Get the song done in like 10 minutes. Oh, it takes you 10 minutes? Something like that. That's 10. Good. Yeah. Good. For me, I have to do retakes and, and I, everything. Because like, I rehearsed my music before I go to the studio and yeah. stuff like that. So I already know how I wanted the sound. Once, like, when, I, like, when I'm writing my songs, I already know like what I want to say. And the ad libs, I, like, I put it in parentheses and all that so i already know oh yes you're really you're up there up there let's fist one right there i parentheses i'll be using parentheses too but it'd, it'd be like it'd be like something like just like maybe like a little yeah, yeah like the ad lib and everything or just like over over what's the thing overdub like over you be using overdubs too yeah yeah i'd be fucking overdubs overdubs with a little slight auto-tune i don't really need auto-tune so just slight and nothing wrong with a little slight you know it just makes it sound good yeah i'll be telling them don't put too much on that it's just a pride thing. You don't want to make, be yeah, too reliant right. on it. I know how I sound. I want to sound natural. I don't want to sound like nobody else. I want to sound like me. So, yeah, really much just that. The new music I got on the way, I feel like it's way better than the music that I got out right now. Mm-hmm. But by the time the podcast get out and everything like that, I'm going to definitely have some new music out and everything like that. Because now, after this day and everything like that, I'm looking to drop something tonight. I might drop something tonight. You hear that, y'all? He's about to drop something tonight for sure, man. We're always working out here, man. And that work ethic is definitely going to take... Sorry, if you hear anything in the background, dang. <laughs> Those are electrical shopping carts. A loud-ass shopping carts. <laughs> We're near Walmart. Everybody wondered, though, what's all that damn noise? <laughs> We're outside, outside out here. Y'all, y'all not outside. We're outside legit. But it's like, um, but no, for real, man, that work ethic is really going to carry you for real. And it's like, I'm going to work hard, too, to really get this podcast really, really out there. So it's like your audience could not only just check in, but also other people could also check in with you, too. Right. And everything of that nature. We can, like, we can help each other on that and everything. Right. I'm you know? all about helping each other. That's what we need to do. Yeah, no, for sure. It's like, so you're really going to stay stay in Charlotte or are you just kind of visiting? Nah, Pasadena? nah, nah. I live out here. I'm oh, out here. Out here. So, out here. so you're going to be locked down here for a while. Y'all going to see me at some showcase. Y'all going to see me out. Keep your head high. Say what up. Yeah, sure. Like, just like I told you earlier, you should definitely check in with Crowd Freak, too, because they can fly you out in, like, Detroit. I know Detroit ain't, like, the biggest, biggest, you know. Yeah, I got to yeah. get connected with that. I ain't even know nothing about that. Yeah, sure. Most definitely, man. Like, that's the people I'm really going to be locked in for the following year, because if they can also got a distribution service, they can fly you out with the hotel, too, and everything. You know, it's a good opportunity. Go way to step out of town and everything, you know, really – Really get like brush shoulders with some people. Like I told you, currency, Snoop Dogg, Whiskey, right. they be really locked in with the whole 420 Fest. You know, it's like it's a good way to build an audience outside of your city, you know, because right. it's just it's not just about getting support in your city, also getting support outside too. And then it's right. like, oh yeah, you heard of this dude one rail. So, oh yeah, let me check in with it. I'm like, oh, just like me, three songs in, they're already hooked. Nice. You definitely got to be on that play- on that playlist for sure. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, for sure. Get serious. This is about to get serious for sure. Yeah, man. Consider like the service with Distro Freak. Also, like if you're not like you know satisfied with Distro Kid, you know currently, you know it's just there's other options. I told you they got to give me some money. That's <laughs> why so I ain't been driving no music. But yeah, man. it ain't even about the money to me for. I really love doing it, so that's my fault. But you feel me? I gotta get back on that. I'm about to get back on that. Though. I'm gonna drop something tonight. It's called the Goat. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna drop it. Okay, yeah, that's not, and it's not even like the money with me neither, bro. Like, it's so it just just make it easier for people to find my music. <laughs> like, don't make me try to find myself and I have to go into investigation. Money gonna like, come regardless. Know. I ain't even thinking about that part. Just like, you feel yeah. me? Like, yeah, surely, man, you're pretty in like the whole Charlotte Spark uh, performance that you did. Uh, that was last night, right? Or was it like the other night? Um, I think Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. That wasn't like the first like performance you did at an event like that. Oh no, 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 no. I got multiple, multiple events. Yeah. Multiple events, but they going. That's not even my first event in Charlotte for real. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my. I think that's that's my second one out here. Oh, second. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's, yeah, a that's good. My second one. That's a good start. Cause and they I, going. They going to see me at a lot more though. Yeah, you know Jason Jordan uh, uh, performed there too. I think. Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan. Nah. I, I think you might have seen, seen him. I ain't even see. I'm I no. I most likely must have seen him because I was the first, like one of the first there. Oh, okay. So 
the young cat. Like, I actually had him on the podcast too a while ago. Oh, I yeah. knew I met him in college. He no, was I'm older. Gonna look, I'm gonna look at his um Instagram page. Yeah, I could probably send them to you because it's like I was just thinking maybe like you brushed past some other artists too while you were there too. No, I did. Like I did. I did come like across some other artists and everything like that, showing love to them and everything like that, telling them like good performance and everything like that. They wanted to tap in. They wanted to go to the studio that night. I ain't end up going that night though. Yeah, man. After know. a performance, you just want to just, okay, I did my job. No, just take some no, time out. That's not what I wanted to do. That's what my mom and them said I needed to do. <laughs> they said, you just performed and everything like that. So why you can't go to the studio tomorrow? If it was up to me, I would have went. I mean, yeah, no, I know you got that work ethic, but sometimes it's good to rest sometimes. Like, it's just like, you know, good lock in and probably set up a, like a date. Like, maybe y'all could just like, you know, record and everything, but give you some time, man, to breathe. Get your creative juices flowing. Nah, that's fun to me, though. That's like, for me, that's fun to me. And then you got to brush up with other people. You know, you don't know them like that and everything. It could be a setup. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, I, they wasn't coming. To, no, I wasn't going to the studio with them. Okay. They was trying to come with me. Oh. I was going. I, I was going. They was trying to come. That's the difference. Still, yeah. you just met those people, man. <laughs> At the same time, you know, no, I, I know we like, just I met I ain't too. like that. I ain't like that. I wasn't just going to let them come. Can't, can't trust everybody. You know, you're still new to the city. When you locked into the city again? I came in here in August, but oh, I've I always been out here, though. Like, as a kid, I used to come out here for summers and everything like that, so people already know me out here. Oh, okay. Yeah, like family here, or you just yeah, came out here? Out here. I got family out here. I ain't nothing wrong with that. As long as you're kind of familiar to a degree, and it yeah. seems like you're going to be here for a while, too. I'm about to move to D.C. and everything. You about to move to D.C.? Yeah, I'm trying to go to grad school, man. It's just like, you know, I got my degree. Go Howard. Yeah, Howard. How do you know? Well, of course you know. Uh, I got a... I ain't even gonna get onto that. I had a little shorty at Howard just now. <laughs> I ain't even gonna get into that. Yeah, the HBCU shorties, you can't, can't, can't go wrong. I already knew. I already knew. I'm trying to go to Howard. I asked you right. <laughs> right. It's not right. just for the shorty. Definitely get my education. Cause nah, I'm a business sure. student. They got it. That's a lit school though, and they showed it. Like they showed their school appreciation. Like they students, they showed them appreciation. Like yeah, all the artists be there. Yeah, all the artists be there. I think Nardo Wick was just there. Oh yeah. Little baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a couple people. And the alumni is deep, too, so you can get connections to, right. like, other things, too. And I mean, they ain't got to be just music, but for business and stuff like that. You know, the the alumni is so crazy there. I graduated from Central. Like, our alumni is pretty okay. Like, it's a good community and stuff like that. Our homecoming, I think, is coming on October 30. I might have to pull up on the weekend because I got to work and shit like that. So it's yeah, just like, you know, but it's just at the same time. Dude, HBCUs, bro, like, you, you didn't go to college, did you? Mm-mm. That's all right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to college. I wish I did, but at the same time, I didn't know what I wanted to go for. I ain't just want to be one of those who just went just to go. Feel me? But at the same time, I don't want to be one of those that get 30 and wish I went. I feel like, you know, if you really don't know what to do, just go to business school. That's what I did. I didn't know what I was going to do neither, but that just came more practical. I didn't want to be in debt, and I didn't want to be somewhere I didn't want to be. That's yeah. all I knew. <laughs> that debt shit is heavy, man. That shit's about to slap me in the back of the head in a couple of years if I don't get my shit together. I feel you. Like, I'm like oh, shit. Oh, damn. Nah, like, damn. Nah. Oh, yeah. Actually, on second thought, I think I got to apply for loan forgiveness. That's what's going to save my head. Yeah, yeah I got to I gotta be on that, too. But, yeah, college is a good experience, man, for sure. Like, I know, like, how old are you right now? Uh, you're about, uh, how old? 19. Oh, really? You're not? T- okay, you still got time. So, like, you want to change your mind or whatever, like, consider, you know, still up in the air. Yeah. Good community and everything. You get a dormitory, stuff of that nature. I think I pulled up in college, like, 2018. I was about 20. And I was, like, at university and everything. I was there for a couple years. Yeah, man, it's just, like, you can get connected at college and everything. You can get, like, your degree and everything. And it's just from an HBCU, so you got nothing but help. And it's just, right. like, it's like a little mini town, like, basically. So it's, like, right. it's always on some good shit. You get to lock up all the artists also, just telling you from my perspective and everything. I'm not saying you got to go into it if you don't want to. Just no, something to consider. Saying, no. yeah. I feel what you're saying, Something to consider if there is something you wanted to do. Right. It ain't never too late. Definitely never too late for sure and everything. All right, so one, since we're getting close to the hour mark and everything, we got to kind of close this off as best as possible. Um, where do you see yourself in the next, like, five to ten years? I know you can't see into the future. You said that earlier. But it's like, where would you like to see yourself? On top. On top. Like, on top. Somewhere I couldn't imagine myself being and just looking at old memories like this. Like, damn, I was at Walmart a couple <laughs> years ago doing an interview. You know, like, stuff like that. So I'm just – Keep growing, keep going, and keep going. For all who don't know, she literally has a song called On Top. What was it? I'm on top. I was going to say that, too. On Top. That's what I said. On Top. That means you tuned in, huh? Yeah, let's do a couple songs. I can't do that to me. I can't have people on not listen. Like, that'd be kind of disrespectful. It's just like, oh, yeah. solid right there. I respect that. 
I respect that. I was just going to say that too. I'm like, damn, you said on top, man, you got to tell them to listen to that song. Yeah, man. It's just like, yeah, because I really do enjoy, like, seeing, like, artists grow and everything. Like, this hip-hop thing really saved my life, too, at a certain time. So, it's right. like, anybody I see try to do, like, positive with it, trying to get by with it, right. don't hate on nobody with it, just straight positivity, just straight work. If you, yeah. if you allow it, it will. Yeah, man. If you allow it, it will. Yeah, most definitely, man. It's just like, you know, I just want to help people on their way too, just the same as I and everything. So for y'all to even step out here to kind of like hop on, I got to shout you out and everything of that nature. You know, as I, I'm going to post y'all on my story and everything and one of y'all songs and everything just so people can kind of get like a brush up of like, you know, what's up. Although I might not get thousands and thousands of like listens right, right now. It's going to come soon. Get three. I don't care if you get three. That's three new fans. One is good. We come from the trenches, man. Like one is good. See, people ain't understand it's like wanting too much too fast, you're gonna see yourself in the rear. You feel me? Like, one is good, bro. Just having you here doing what you're doing right now is still an accomplishment. You feel me? And everything happened for a reason. Accomplishment and acknowledgement, all of that. You feel yeah, me? For real. No, seriously, no, I appreciate that, man. I hope that y'all can listen to other episodes. Y'all haven't listened to other episodes, right? That's in the only I didn't say the only I ain't even know about no other episodes. You gotta you gotta show me where they be at. Oh yeah, it's it's on Spotify, like I told you. It's like it's literally in the link of my bio. I could All drop right, the man. link Spotify uh through IG and everything. Right. So you can listen to maybe some other artists. And you know, I also interview uh war veterans, uh educators, you right. know. It's not just artists, like you get a right. whole lot That's from other good. people. You can be other types of people. Like I think stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Right. Stay in your lane. I definitely respect it. Yeah, after this, I'm about to interview one dude because, you know, I'm Liberian. So it's just like, you know, this other, there's another Liberian cat from Charlotte and everything. He actually shoots music videos also. Okay. So if you want, I could probably get you. Yeah, I'll get you tapped. You can check in like uh, some of his stuff, too. Dude's really good. Because they coming yeah. back out here in two weeks and I ain't going to lie. I want to do a music video. I got to do a music video. I got too many songs. I got videos, but I need more videos out. Okay. They need to see my face more. Yeah, sure. It's not too flashy with the stuff that he does and everything, but it really does fall in sync. You know, I like what Hell House is. Cool yeah, with different people yeah, though. Man, it's cool to work with different people. Yeah, no, seriously, man. That's one of the main reasons why I want to hook in with dude too, because I want to get back into making music pretty soon. It's good to at least have these stuff already established before mm-hmm. just looking up on Thumbtack and stuff of that nature, trying to find other people. I already got a producer that works with me and everything. He charges me like a smooth fifty for two hours, which is like crazy because I'm still right. in the beginning stages, you know. And he say he does mix and match them too, so it's just like you know, like if you want to check my music out too. It's not nothing too crazy, crazy right now. But it's just like at the same token, it's just like, you know, yes, yeah, it's, it's like literally you can listen to all these episodes. Like it's people that I follow, people that I had on and everything. Some people like past I, some people are people I knew from like back in high school days, just chopping it up with them. Talk about mental health, things of that nature. War veterans, too. Like I said earlier, you know, they've been through a whole lot of stuff also. It's just like so everybody gets something, you know, right. educators, even like one dude I interviewed was like a old dude, uh, the doctor, no, the um. What, what do you call them? Because like, I go to the school of business. He's a, um, he's a, yeah, the doctor of like the business school and everything. Dr. Anthony Nelson, you know, one of my mentors and everything, you know, really was locked in with him when I was in school. He really hooked me up with some things and put me on a game with some things too. So it's just like, you know, it's just like, it's always at the same time, it's like a community also. So it's like right. everybody gets their voice heard and everything. Everybody kind of gets their voice um, put out there, you know, their perspectives on life and everything. Everybody gets represented. So it's right. like, you know, for you to hop on and everything fresh out in New York and everything, which you pretty much spent like your whole life in New York, right? Nah. I say I was in New York. Like, I've always been in New York. My whole life, I've really been in New York. Like, but I've been in Delaware, Philly, Jersey. I've been like, I've been like everywhere, really. Like, moving. I lived in Delaware, lived in Maryland. Like, yeah, I was moving around. Yeah, I fuck with Maryland. Yeah, I got, I got some people, cats out there I know from uh, in Maryland. I met like in college and stuff of that nature. And like, I actually interviewed like a girl like the episode before this, Christina Slaughter. She, she actually works for Bank of America, uh-huh. and she's from Delaware. Uh-huh. And she spent time in Indiana and stuff of that nature. Right. So it's like, uh, yeah, man, dude, that's that's some really cool stuff. It's crazy that you're getting locked in in Charlotte and everything. Was there was there anything about Charlotte that just thought like, okay, I got to stay here for my career? Nah, I like it. I like it out here. It's different. I like everything isolated. I like how everything is out here. Like, it's laid back, chill. I know it's like like home at the same time, but at the same time, like, that shit everywhere. So, it ain't nothing, it ain't nothing too crazy. It ain't nothing too different, but I like it. It's something that I could get adjusted with. I feel like 
yeah. I could build out here. I could build. No, definitely. That's a good mindset to have because we still haven't, like, have anything, like, established, established yet. Like, we got the baby and he has his group, like, Rich Duncan, like, um, you know, uh, the people on his group and everything. But at the same time, it's just, like, we're still trying to push traction anyway. So it's just, like, you know, right. from I'll come on, come off. You feel like you can, like, put our city on the map. Like, I can appreciate it. Although right. I'm going to leave for D.C. for a little bit. I, you know, I'm still, like, I'm still East Charlotte boy at the same time right. and everything. You know, we're still, like, an underdog city still. Really? <laughs> Big metropolitan city. City, still underdog city at the same time and anybody is trying to like make it happen with us you know and you know i'm not tap with them too so it's just like you know, hey, hey welcome to charlotte <laughs> and everything but be on your toes peace and cues out here there are a lot of cats here they're gonna try to pretend like they fuck with you and everything there are people who might be afraid of your potential there are people who are just gonna keep you around because they make them look good and everything oh, we be around them. we're and and, 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 and and not just that we're aware of that <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. We already on point. We got eyes on the building already. <laughs> no, seriously, no, for real, though. That's just advice for me. I grew up here now and everything. I've fallen out with some people. I've had haters, too. Like, you know, it's just like it just comes with that, you know. When you have something that's special within you, you got something that is just that's worth, like, investing into, people are going to feel some type of way, you know. Like, you know, black America is like a big plantation. Either you want to get off of it or you want to stay on. I'm a dude that wants to get off the plantation. I'm tired of seeing this shit and everything. Thing. Some people like to live in the attic. Some people like living in the basement and think that they're on some hot shit. They're not really. <laughs> you know I mean, it's just I support all my peoples where they're at. I'm like hoping that they get to a new place. I never want to get in nobody's way and everything. And I know y'all got the same mindset set up too. Just keep around people that are humble. Keep around people that ain't jealous energy. People keep away from men that are sassy and feminine too. That's really the ones you got to look out for, for real. I mean, it's like, you know, because like, they be the main ones that be jealous and trying to do all this extra shit. Too, no, I'm sure. I'm sure y'all do and everything. Once, you know, you got the cats that act like they, 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 they've been involved with all the things that we consider not normal. Nowadays, what is normal, but you know what I mean. And then they show more sensitivity than the female. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ain't nothing wrong with being sensitive. It's just about balance, dude. Like how you said, balance. You can be strong. You can be sensitive, too. But don't be like a punk about it. Like, don't right. freaking, like, try to, like, hate on people for be no reason. Be yourself. And everything. But they always fade away regardless. But don't let them get so close where they cut deep with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let them get that close, for real. Because, like, that shit will really screw screw with you in the long run. Yeah, just keep word is bond. Keep your promises. Keep consistent. Don't hate on nobody. That's just my advice with that one. Yeah. But on your end, it's like, do you have any final words before we go off? One round, Dallas. Uh, I'm going to show them what it is that I can do. And just keep looking out. Stay tuned in. Feel me? I love and appreciate everybody who's supporting me. But it's my turn from here. I got to do the rest on my own. Like, yeah, I got to do the rest. That's for damn sure. What about the manager? You got any last words for Fugoa? I mean, we have more things coming. You know what I mean? We got some merch coming. I mean, you can check us out at Instagram. You know what I mean? Mad Skills Creations. M-A-D-D-S-C-H-I-L-L-Z-C-R-E. Number 8-I-O-N-Z. Underscore LLC. That's wonderful, wonderful. That's it for the Mental Threads Podcast, episode 114. We sewing in and now we are sewing out. That's it.